Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now our story continues. In her room in the house on 11th Street, Jessie Calvert sat reading by the window. Jessie was a lovely-looking woman, and in the light that filtered through the sheer curtains, her face was not only pretty but expressive. Her mouth seemed generous and kind. But in this lovely woman's mind was a sentence which kept repeating itself over and over, each word separate and distinct. If only he would die, she thought. If only he would die. A wish which was directed against her husband, Ben Calvert. Jessie wished for her husband's death so that she needn't be a party to his murder. She was shocked at her thoughts, but there was no escaping Brett Cameron's plans. She knew that unless Ben's tired and sick heart stopped of its own accord that she would eventually and inevitably help her lover in seeing that it did stop. Jesse Calvert shuddered slightly and closed the book. And at that moment in the Wakefield Trust and Savings Bank, Jesse's husband, Ben, who had been forced to wait while David Bowman talked to Peggy Mead, sits down on a chair beside the bank president's desk. Bowman, you have a very strange and interesting method of doing business. Huh? How so? You sit and gab with a young girl while one of the directors of the bank stands around cooling his heels. Or do you reserve that sort of treatment just for me? Well, Ben, I wasn't just gabbing, as you put it. As a matter of fact, Peggy and I were discussing business. I, uh, I think you would have found it quite interesting. I bet. Well, I'm sorry to ask you to give me some of your valuable time. Oh, not at all, Ben. As a matter of fact, I'm very glad you happened in this morning. I've had something on my mind the last few days... There's something I'd like to ask you. I suppose you want to ask my advice about something? <laughs> no. No, I want some information, Ben. Good enough. Maybe we can trade. I'm after some information myself. Oh? Yes. I want to know what sort of dividend the bank's going to pay this year. Well? You don't seriously expect me to answer that, do you? Why not? Look here, David. Next to yourself, I'm the principal stockholder in this bank. Yes, Ben. We're all quite aware of that. Since you forced Henry Swanson to sell his stock to you. All right, then. What's so preposterous about my question? Well, Ben, I certainly don't intend to give you advance notice. It wouldn't be ethical. So, so we'll discuss it at the next meeting of the board of directors. Very well, David. You're a strange good. You refuse to give me an innocuous little piece of information just a few seconds after you've let me know that you expect me to be helpful to you. What? 
didn't say that. You didn't have to. I've long since discovered that when a man wants information, it's because he wants to use it. He needs it in order to benefit himself. Well, then, I may cause you to revise that theory, Ben. I just want to get a few facts straight. I don't see how I could use the information for myself. However, you may not choose to tell me. And if you don't, well, it really doesn't matter very much. What do you want to know? A few days ago, I was at Three Falls. What about it? The state prison for women is there. Don't make the mistake of talking to me about Kit. I thought you've always prided yourself on being a sort of gentleman. Then have the good taste not to bring up such a painful subject. Painful? Yes, I should think it would be painful to you. Much too painful for you to face the truth about what you've done to your daughter. She isn't my daughter any longer. I think you're right about that. I hope you are. Bowman, I said I didn't wish to discuss the subject. I don't intend to. I want to ask you if it's true that Kit's being disinherited. Who told you that? Kit, for one. Yes. Yes, it's true. After the beating that Kit gave me, mostly and otherwise, after the trick she pulled on me with that baby, after the disgrace of... Look, I said I didn't want to talk about it. But yes, I've cut her out of my will. No, that isn't quite true. I've left her a dollar. I see. So Kit told you that, eh? Yes. I thought perhaps she might be mistaken. And I suppose she appealed to you as her uncle to try to do something about it. No. She has too much pride for that, Ben. Pride? <laughs> Don't talk to me about her pride. The way she feels now, Kit doesn't want your money. If she says that, then you can bet she's very conscious of the fact that you're a single man and that she's your only relation. Regardless of that, I still don't believe that Kit didn't ask you to do something about my will. No, I was asked to intervene, but not by Kit. By whom? Your wife. Jessie? <laughs> you must have been dreaming. No, no. Jessie came to see me some time ago. She was very distressed. She said she thought you were going to change your will, and she felt you were making a great mistake. A mistake? Are you telling the truth? Ben, what's the matter with you? Why would I lie about it? Seems mighty peculiar to me. I don't see why. Oh? Then how do you explain it? If Jessie had something on her mind, why would she come to you? Well, it was hardly a matter to be discussed with an outsider. After all, Kit is my niece. Jessie seemed to have the idea that I might be able to do something. She thought you were being unfair. So Jesse doesn't want to be my sole inheritor. Huh? Now, I realize it's very difficult for you to understand that there are people in this world who, well, who think of things other than how much money they can get. You have enough to leave both a wife and daughter extremely well fixed. Uh-huh. And you don't think it's, uh, it's at all strange that Jesse should have talked this over with you? I think Jesse has a conscience, Ben. I'm going to be perfectly blunt with you. Yes, I think her conscience would revolt at the thought of your will being changed entirely to her favor. It's quite possible that she remembers that when my sister married you, 
She had quite a bit of money in her own name. Money which was most useful to you, Ben. Which enabled you to make more. And I settled quite a lot on Kit at one time. I gave her money, but she sold her security. She squandered it at the time she ran off to Florida. And it's quite possible, too, that Jesse recalls that at the time you and she began to be so intimately associated with each other, you were still married to Kathleen. My sister was still alive. You hadn't All yet... right, Bowman, all right. That's enough. So, under the circumstances, I think it's quite natural that Jesse should admit that your present will is unfair. Uh, however, that's, that's beside the point. I just wanted to find out how things stand. And now you know. But if the conversation with Ben had settled a point in David's mind, it had left Ben Calvert's mind extremely unsettled. And as he walked back around the square toward the offices of the Calvert Real Estate and Loan Company, Ben was thinking. So Jesse thought it was unfair, eh? She went to Bowman and... Uh, I can't imagine Jesse doing that. No, no. I've yet to see the day when she'd do anything that would deprive her of an extra dollar. And why would she go to him? Of all the people to ask, she'd have better sense than to ask David Bowman to speak to me about anything. She knows that. Of course she does. She couldn't have expected anything to come of it. But then, why? Well, perhaps she did. Oh, no, no, you can't tell me that Jesse is worried about Kit. Then why was she putting on an act with David? He's now convinced that she has no selfish interest in my will, that she'd like to see Kit get her share. Is that what Jesse wanted to make him believe? But why? There must be a reason for this. Just as there's a reason for everything Jesse does. Yes, Ben, there was a reason for Jesse's talk with your brother-in-law. Jesse wanted to establish something which would protect her, which would eliminate any trace of suspicion in the event of your sudden death. But though our conversation with David was intended to avert public suspicion, it looks as if it's had the contrary effect of attracting your suspicions, Ben. And at this moment, your wife is counting heavily on your complete trust of her. <laughs> 